0: Welcome to another episode of Heroes And. This is a podcast where we talk heroes and video games, trailers, movies, comics, TV shows. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, chances are we're going to be talking about it. My name is Cody.
1: And I'm Andy. And today on the podcast it is a very special day. Because It's a very special day in history. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to the future. We're finally
0: here. We bro. have
1: arrived. Yes. So today, Marty and Doc Brown will arrive in 2015. and Because of that, we are essentially, we are writing a love letter to Back to the Future. So today on the episode, we are talking about heroes and Back to the Future. And because it's such an important day... Such an important episode. We have two of our friends here who are going to join in this episode and talk about Back to the Future with us. So we have our good friends John and Nick. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Hey, I'm John. And hey, I'm Nick.
1: Yeah. So uh, Cody, usually when we have a, you know, we have guests on the episode, we like to, you know, kind of uh, ask them, you know, some right. quick questions.
0: We, we got to make sure that. I mean, we know John and Nick. Yeah. We got to make sure that everybody else knows John and Nick. So we have some questions for you. Just, you know, just. Get let people get to know you. Yeah, kinda. no, there's no need to stress no, out. No pressure. Yeah, you no, no need deal. to start sweating. Yes. Uh, so Cody, you're to could... you just lead with that first one. Yeah, lead okay. with that first one, man. So the first question is: Captain America or Iron Man?
1: Pretty, pretty simple. I mean, simple question. It's... Captain America, good old.
0: May I? Yeah. For me it's gotta be Iron
1: Man. <laughs>
3: that was <that's> quick. <laughs> nope, no no question about it.
1: Why 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 the love or the appreciation for Iron Man?
3: Entrepreneur billionaire? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> all right, okay, so Nick is a fan of uh, Tony Stark. How about you, John? Which one would you go with?
2: I probably gotta give Cap some love. You okay. know, like I, I think for me it's a toss up like neck and neck because okay. I do like all the gadgets and stuff that Tony Stark has are fantastic. But yes. But, but, you, you, but yeah, I got I got to represent Captain America.
1: All right. So. Go, good old Steve Rogers. I like that. I like that. Right. Cody, do you have a preference in the two?
2: It's Iron
0: Man. <laughs> it's, it's Iron Man. It's,
1: I, I think I love Iron Man and I want to be Iron Man. But I think ultimately
0: the because he's dapper. He's a good looking guy. Yeah, I, mean, he I dresses nice. Yeah, I want to be Iron, the Iron ladies Man. and you know, all that. Yeah, the but gadgets I, and the tech and the cars that's a long list yeah that list it, can keep on uh, yeah, going. Is. okay
1: so maybe it is i mean <laughs> all right uh the <laughs> second I solve that for you? yeah thanks for helping me out <laughs> with that one uh so the second question that we have for you guys uh this one might you might need to take a moment to think about your answer but which super villain do you most relate to or maybe to put it this way which one maybe do you appreciate the most because it maybe you don't relate to... It's hard. A, I mean, yeah. if
0: you're relating to a supervillain, you know... We're in trouble we right now. As we record
1: to. this episode, we are going to get killed or something. But but which one do you appreciate maybe the most? You know, given their background, given what they do, all of that. Uh, so any particular supervillain come to mind immediately? That yeah, you appreciate? for
3: sure. The Joker. But it's got to be the Heath Ledger Joker. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's it. It's yeah, good. it's got to be.
1: Okay, okay. So that one, I mean... I mean, yeah, thinking about the Joker and Heath Ledger's version of the Joker, he just took it to a whole nother nother
3: level. It's that whole idea of, you know, he doesn't care about anything. Yeah. He has absolutely no purpose.
1: (laughs) He's insane to like the perfect... For the
3: sake of being insane. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's
1: it. Okay. All right, so Joker over here. How about you, John? I think I'd probably go Magneto.
2: Okay. Just because I love that Magneto is always like... Sometimes he's a villain. Sometimes he's working with the good guys because okay. it serves whatever he's, like, trying to do. He's so, always yeah, his, one step. His purpose. His yeah. purpose. Yeah. And he's always kind of one step ahead of everybody and what he's thinking. So. Okay.
1: I like that. I like those. Are, I Honestly, when, I, when we were uh, writing those questions, those are the two I immediately I came up with. The Joker and, and Magneto, I thought. Those are maybe the two our most iconic villains.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Cody, you want to ask them that last one?
0: Yeah. So, uh, and we've asked this one before on Heroes Ann, but if you could have coffee... With any character from movies, TV, comic books, video games, who would it be and why? And it's okay to say Doc or Marty. I know we're here to talk about Back to the Future, so <laughs> it's okay to say Doc or Marty. Yeah, or that- even George McFly if you wanted
1: to. So, uh, or Lorraine.
0: <laughs> I mean, who hasn't thought about going
1: out to get coffee with Lorraine? Um, so one character from any video game, comic book, movie, franchise, anything. You can just sit down, have a good old cup of coffee, and you know have a conversation with them. What would be that character?
3: Man, that's tough. Um, Wolverine? Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, I've always been a huge fan.
1: That I'm really surprised by your
3: <laughs> answer. I thought it would have been a BTTF. You know, uh... well, he's the greatest su- superhero of all time. Okay,
1: so you're appreciating Wolverine. Oh, for sure. Okay, I like that. Okay, I can, I can appreciate that. Uh, how about you, John? Which one? What character? You know, character. Uh, would you love to have coffee with?
2: Mm, Probably, I mean, because of why we're here, I probably would like to have coffee with Doc Brown just because it would be unforgettable. Like, it would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'd probably wind up getting into an adventure
1: somewhere. (laughs) That's a good point. I like that. And it would be, yeah, that would be very, it would be very unforgettable, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were able to have coffee with him. All right, so that's it. Just some quick questions. That way our listeners get to know you guys a little bit more on a personal level. But, Let's get to it, guys.
0: We're here to talk about Back to the Future. So let's talk about Heroes and Back to the Future.
1: Um, So just the first question. I mean, again, this is just going to be a love letter. We're just going to talk about why we love it, what we love about this movie franchise, why it's such a big deal. So let's just ask, just go around kind of like, ask a very simple question. Why do you love Back to the Future as much as you do? Like, what is it about this movie franchise that just kind of, Man, it, it takes the cake for you as far as movies and, and franchises and all that stuff.
3: Well, first off, I don't want uh, <clears throat> to over, over talk. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I can talk all day about Back to the Future. But uh, for me, it's it's pretty simple. It's kind of like the reason Bob Gale wrote the movie in the first place. You know, as a kid, I, I don't want to get too personal here. As a kid, my, um, my parents split up when I was very, very young. I always loved the idea of just going back and, and seeing your parents. I, I would have loved to go back and see them in high school and what they were like. Um, and what brought them together, and then what eventually caused them to separate. I just, that whole concept is super, super cool. Um, And that's really why I I loved part one. And then from there, you know, part two, I fell in love with part three. I mean, they're all perfect. For me, that's how it started. But the more and more and more I watch them still to this day, I just, they're, all three movies are perfect. There's no other way I can say it other than it was done exactly how it should have been.
1: Yeah, I like that. And I like, I mean, looking back to that first movie, that's essentially what it's about, like, what would it be like to go back and to see your parents as high school students and um so I just thought, yeah, that's that's such a great idea, such a great and unique concept. Uh John, mm-hmm. how about you, man? What why do you love the movie
2: franchise as much as you do? I think for me, like I should preface this, like for me there was like a holy trinity of trilogies, like when I was a kid. So there was the Star Wars trilogy, like four, five, and six. Yeah. There was the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yes. And then there was the Back to the Future trilogy. And the Back <laughs> to the Future one, like was pretty much like my favorite one out of the three that's awesome um but just something about those movies like i watched those movies growing up as a kid i don't remember not having like the vhs tapes of those movies in our house like those were just always there so as a kid those movies were magic to me because like i didn't even know anything about movie making like when you're a little kid you thought they're real like when you drive down the street and the speed limits are all below 88 you're like i know why that is (laughs) it's so we don't time travel you
0: it's, know. Prevent, it's trying to prevent people
1: from messing, measures,
2: yeah. 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 From, messing from messing up out. the time I have to
0: continue.
1: but yeah. it's like you know it's like
2: watching those movies as a kid they're just they're so magical and i agree they're so perfect but now as an adult like they're still so magical and that like part of me goes back to that place of being a little kid and just like having a sense of wonder and, and just thinking all sorts of things are possible yeah whenever i see those movies I also love that those movies, even though they're so steeped in time and steeped in cool things about the 80s, they're one of the like few things that managed to come out of the 80s that's timeless. Yeah. Like, the movie holds up phenomenally well today. Like, the music in the films hold up phenomenally
3: well today. It's just, yeah. it's so... And I think, again, 30 years from now, it'll still be that way. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I remember, like, I never I never watched the, the Back to the Future movies when I was younger. Actually, the... Uh, The very first time I watched the first one was with with you, Nick, when we went and they re-released it um, in movie theaters for the the 20th or 25th, 25th Mm -hmm. anniversary. And so um, the very I've seen I I saw scenes and, and snippets of the movie here and there. But in its entirety, from the from beginning to end was I saw in the movie theater, which I thought was awesome. But watch the way to experience, it. yeah. <laughs> to see Especially that thing like in that theaters, being your first experience, yeah. That was it. Well, like, by I... the
3: way, on October 21st, it's they will be in theaters again, yeah. Select theaters, mm-hmm. so make sure you get out and go see them. Yeah.
1: So it's like, so watching it, I was in college, I was a, a college student, so even watching it then, I I loved it. I thought, man, that's it, really, and it didn't feel old, like it didn't feel cheesy, or even the special effects necessarily they weren't like it didn't look outdated, and I, I just. As an adult, I was
3: able to find the appreciation of it. I want to say there's less than like 10 special effects in that movie. Yeah. Everything is just done using old-fashioned camera tricks. Like yeah. it was, it's done right, man. Those yeah. guys, they knew what they were doing.
1: <laughs> Cody, why do you love it, man? Why do you love the, the movie franchise as much?
0: I will say, I'm a little bit younger than you guys. So I did not see them. Like, I didn't have them growing up or anything. For me, growing up, it was Jurassic Park. Like, yes. that was a movie that I just always knew of having around. But with Back to the Future, I think like I didn't see them probably till I was like 10 or 11 and my mom had told me about them and and stuff like that but I think I think the reason I appreciate it so much is because like my mom and my stepdad they both you know like that was the time they were growing up and so I always like I got a healthy appreciation for you know old school rock and old school things like that and so yeah. I think that my love for back to the future is kind of bred out of that uh just have ex- experiencing you know Bon Jovi and Huey Lewis and, and all those guys like my parents playing that in the car and stuff you know and everything like that that love carried over straight into uh straight into back to the future
1: yeah and i i think i mean like you said and you, you guys already said it but i think it's one of those movies that will Thirty years from now, it'll stand the test of time. Yeah, I guarantee it. All still, three of them will. Yeah, they're they're still going to be great. and they're and not going to be they're not be cheesy or anything like that.
0: I think that's just something that everyone, like even now, people now in high school, they could get if they like if they weren't went back even now like to the eighties, like if they went back thirty years ago now. Yeah. To the eighties, like you can get the you know the difference in time and yeah. like everything else, you know, like the difference in just the way life is. Yeah. Like that. That's never going to change. I think people will always be able to. You know, understand that. And
1: to give the, you know, the director, the writer, you know, Spielberg, all those guys credit, like, the very, the concept of it, the core of it is (laughs) dealing with the question, like, what would it be like to go visit your parents in high school?
3: Well you imagine you're you're in the eighties, it's like yeah. punk rock and everyone has big hair and everything and all of a sudden you you, you show up and it's like, Mr. Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Yeah. It's like, so... How cool of an
1: idea of that yeah. is just to go
3: just to go see that. Yeah. Incredible.
1: Absolutely nuts. And then John, like what you said, the music yeah, was great. I mean, it really, really was like
3: I think that was a a, a thing that they some of the scenes they weren't sure of. Mm -hmm. So they made the music so over the top on purpose. It was like grand for the sake of, we're going to make you believe this is a real deal. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: It was, I mean, the music is great. I mean, it, I, I honestly everything about it is really really good
3: go ahead and say it's perfect it's yeah it's perfect, it's perfect. <laughs> just call it what it is it's, it's perfect <laughs> it, is, it is shoot me straight <laughs> yeah. it's perfect
1: all right so so that's i mean essentially very good question to op- open up the discussion cody you want to hit everyone with that second question
0: yeah so there's three movies yes what is your favorite movie of the th- of the three yes and i know this is kind of asking a lot because they're all great but of your of the three, they're all perfect. They're all perfect. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> <laughs> picking up on the lingo. Yes, uh, this is the future. Uh, so, what's your favorite Back
2: to the Future movie, and why? For me, I, again, I love all three of them. For me, the first one still, I think, holds like the most special place in my heart, just because mm-hmm. I probably watched that one more than any of the other three. Okay but just that first one like it is it's so perfect like i know that there were so many things that like they michael j fox almost wasn't in the movie there were scenes they wanted to shoot and then they cut because of budget stuff but yeah. i don't i don't know how that movie could have been any better like everything that's in that movie exactly the way that it is it's just it's so great yeah. there's no waste it's just i don't and know and it's a for- good
1: i mean even like there's a good balance of of humor there's a good balance of you know the adventure storyline mm-hmm. like it's not cheap on story you know so it's not like they it's all special effects or anything like that like they're yeah it's just
2: it's, it's and at the time great
3: at the time when they were doing that movie they really wanted you to have it was, was kind of they wanted him to have more of a, a love romance you didn't get mm-hmm. enough of that yeah it was just him hanging out with this old you know wild-eyed scientist yeah, yeah, yeah and and at first when they were trying to get somebody to pick the movie up it was yeah. just kind of like that's kind of weird but the way they pulled it off, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Brown and, and they just had this great relationship. Yeah. It was super cool. It, did, it didn't
1: seem creepy at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, there's a good hint of even the romance, like, yeah, that uh,
0: love story is still I think, there. I think they were smart in, like, to get the romance in there, having his girlfriend be the biggest, like, motivation for Marty to want to get back to 1985.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and then even you were able to still get a love story in... The love story of his parents, like yeah. so, they were even cool and like wise enough to like. It wasn't his love story. It wasn't like Marty was trying to get the girl at the mm. dance or anything like that. But it was his parents. Like that was that's really cool. Uh, Nick, which one? Which one is your favorite, man?
3: You have to pick. Well, like I said, they're all perfect to me, man. But for me, it's got to be part two. For years, as a kid, I always imagined what it'd be like in 2015. Mm. Um, I, I and I would think back, and I'd be like, okay, I hate to give my age out right now, but. I always thought, okay, I'll be 31 that year. What, what will I be like when I'm 31? Um, and I'm glad to say I'm nothing like I imagined myself to be as a kid. <laughs> because as a kid, I imagined I'd be a grown-up. <laughs> I'm far from it. That's
2: I'm awesome. exactly
3: as I was, just a little bit bigger.
2: <laughs>
3: so for me, it's got to be part two, just always thinking of the future and what that's going to be like. Uh, and just imagining, man, 2015, and, and then to finally be here. Yeah. You know, for me, part two, it, it, it'll always hold that place in my heart. That's Even awesome. it, I'll probably look back now and still, you know, 5, 10, 15, 30 years from now, I'll be like, man, 2015, how cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Cody, how about you, man? Which one is your favorite from the three? My favorite's
0: number three. <laughs> Andy, really? don't choke on Sorry, your water. Of- you don't get that a lot. <laughs> that's why, yeah. yeah,
1: that's why I was a little surprised.
0: The re- Well, the reason I love number three so much is because I think in number three, you see a lot of, like, everything's coming together. Like, the whole story's coming together. Uh, and, and in particular ways, like, the lines where Doc says, this is heavy. And then Marty says, "Great Scott!" I love it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Like you're just the seeing, full role reversal. Yeah, like you see, like the full, like the full exchange. Like there's things Andy, like Andy yeah. says that I picked up. Scared money don't make money. Yeah, like things <laughs> like that that I, that I've started. Like Andy, I picked up just because I hang out with Andy. Yeah. So it was it, well, it's it makes because sense. the role
3: reversal when when Doc is now the one pursuing his heart. Going after Clara Clayton. (laughs) And you see the 16 year old, you know, Marty McFly is like, you know, hey, Doc, you got to think with your head. You're a scientist. It's like all of a sudden, wait, what? The whole movie's flip Yeah.
0: So, like, there's things like that. Also, particularly in the chase scene, you know, there's one of those in every movie. And we see in the 1955 one that Marty pretty much, like, he owns it. You know, we see in the one in the second movie that he doesn't know that hoverboards don't work on water yeah. so he gets like the there's bone, a moment <laughs> <laughs> so those boards don't work. yeah so so uh we see that he's like he's still like he still makes it out yeah. you know well off yeah. but he's he's a man out of his own time you yeah. know so but then in the last one we see that he very clearly like in 1885 100 years out of his time there's no way like he doesn't stand a chance And yeah. so seeing that played out was really cool i think for me, it's uh, I'm
1: with Nick. It's that second one. Like I, it's a close up. Like it, it's it's a close call between the first one and the second one for me. But I think I enjoy imagining what the future would be like, and so seeing how they portrayed it, seeing how how everything worked out, you know, by you know by that time, by this time, you know, and the technology and just how fun everything would be if that's how it really was, and all the Easter eggs in that opening scene.
3: Oh god! Like
1: when they're in that. Uh, we can do a whole history.
3: episode on just those <laughs> <Yes, laughs> i'll pull them all out to you and when we watch it together i usually do like, you can't watch it
1: with me no, like we we watched the, that we watched the second one together and um yeah the, there's so many little like fun little easter eggs in in that opening scene when he goes to the future and because of those things like i appreciate those things a lot and in, in 2015
3: all cops are females What's the deal with that? <laughs> yeah, that's one that. I always wonder. Like, what's up with that?
1: <laughs> so that's a fun one. Like, the, I mean, the the the, my, the biggest Easter egg, this is going off, you know, script here. But for me, the biggest Easter egg that I enjoy in that opening scene when they go, when he's in the future, is he goes to, like, a, an antique store. Like, the... the blast the, from the past. Blast, yes. yeah. And he, um, there's a cell phone. <laughs> that is there that's quote unquote from the past but what's crazy is when that movie we talk about it all the time it when, was from
3: 1989 yes. when they we did they did this the the cell phone we're looking at it looks awfully similar to like a sidekick yeah so, and we always say that how, how did, how they, did know, they know not that the sidekick would come out but then by 2015 it would be obsolete <laughs> that's
1: that's why. Like, that's that, where it really gets you. Like, whoa! So they were smart enough to know, like, okay, a cell phone, a phone like this will come out, but then by 2015,
0: it'll already be old news.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's no point of even trying to have phones like that.
3: So let's put it on the. That uh, one always blows your mind. That, really I love got,
0: that
1: one. That, that one's really good. I, really, I love
3: seeing you wrap your mind around it. Like, <laughs> I just, wait, I, just
1: what? I just can't. Like, I just thought that's so, so good. So for me, that second one's my favorite. Um, I really, really. Enjoy that one a lot. It's just a lot of fun.
0: Again, going off script, just out of curiosity, if you ranked them, like in order of how much you like them, <laughs> how would you rank them? Mine's three one
1: two. Mine's
0: three one two.
3: Okay,
1: so. okay. I would I, to give our guests more time. I would say two one three. That's the that's the order. I like the second one, then the first, and the third one.
2: I'd probably go one three two. Because okay. it's weird. Because I probably like. I appreciate the second one now even more as an adult, but I think that was the one I probably watched the least as a kid, oh, just because okay. like I, mm. I watched the first one the most, and then we always watched the
3: Western one so much, so it's like <laughs> probably. But yeah, I think I would go one, three, two.
1: Okay, so. okay.
3: When I say this, I say I'm going to tell you two, one, three. Uh huh. I love the third one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Don't, so much don't fun. get it twisted. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. the third one. But when you have to put them in, I mean, when you have, you have to, to yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. unfair to do yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's the one I probably seen the the least. Is the third one. I've seen the first one. I encourage
3: of- you to watch it more often <laughs> and just see how it wraps up. Like Cody said, it, yeah. it, it's great. Everything's come comes back together. Yeah. That's, I, that's the one
1: I, I know I've seen the least of is that, is that third one. So moving on to the next question. This one's kind of, this question is kind of inspired from some of our previous episodes of, you know, talking about movies and why we love movies so much. And particularly, particularly when we watch movies so much and so often we tend to, obtain some kind of a life lesson from these movies. Something that, like, because of this movie, we now, you know, we act like this. Or so because of this movie, now we, you know, we have appreciate this so much or whatever. And so... For me, I pick up on a lot of life lessons from J.J. Abrams movies. I don't, I don't know why. No, you
0: picked up on one from
1: multiple movies, (laughs) which is "Save
0: the Girl." Yes,
1: that's true. Save the girl. Go back for the girl. And so I feel like that. Yes. So thank you, J.J. And a lot of other directors and writers. Um, But from the Back to the Future trilogies as as a whole, is there any life lesson that you guys kind of like that you guys have gained from watching these movies as much?
3: Yeah, man, and I hate, I hate to just use like a direct quote here and you might think i'm being cheesy but it's it's, this is so serious when i say this i love the the whole concept of your future hasn't been written yet no one's has Mm. you know your future is whatever you make it yeah um and again i I always think back as a kid my vision of me at 31 yeah Mm. And now my vision of me now, yeah. I'm way happier with, <laughs> with this version of me. You know, yeah. your future is not written, and yeah. and that's the beautiful thing. And as Cody says, how they brought it all together. Yeah. I think that's the whole lesson at the end of this thing is do what you want. Yeah. You know, yeah. make your tomorrow whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's something I've always stuck with me. And, and Andy knows me well enough. I preach it all the time, yeah. man. There's no <laughs> rules to life. Yeah. Do whatever you want, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what I took. What I take from the movie still. Yeah.
1: That's a that's a that's a really really good concept
2: and life lesson, John. How about you, man?
3: I mean, besides the power of love, yes. I would say <laughs> uh,
2: no. I would say um, just the the weight of like choice and how every choice that you make has consequences, and those consequences just ripple infinitely out and kind of alter the trajectory of your life. Yeah, like you wouldn't articulate that as a five year old, but you know, it's like even yeah. as a kid, it's like you watch those movies and see how the world that Marty lives in at the beginning of the film is is like similar but different just enough by some of the little changes that he made when he went back in time. Yeah. Yeah. Just that like as a kid, you think like, okay, if I go here and not there, you know, like my day will be different. Or if I choose this and not that, you know, like just how that affects everything moving forward from that point in time. Yeah. And so I think for me, it was always just like a reminder of how important choices are. Yeah. And just how far reaching the ripples from each one go.
1: Yeah. That's a really, yeah, I can, that's probably one that like practically like in my life, I... Because uh, you can go too far with that. Yeah. Right? Like, you can, like, second guess every choice in your you life. You can overanalyze. Wait a minute. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah you for can, sure. So, like, for me, I think, for me, I got to, I have a tendency maybe to overdo that. So, I got to, like, bring it bring it back a little bit. But mm-hmm. you're right. Like, yeah, our choices, they do ripple and they have an effect on on what our outcome of life will essentially be. And so, yeah, that's, that's a great one. Cody, you have a, any particular life lesson, man? I,
0: I think for me, it's going to be right, o- right along there with John that... Every That the choices we make matter, ultimately, and that we should kind of make every choice or do everything we do with the weight that, or knowing that it's going to have some type of effect, piggybacking off of that, getting that it's kind of okay to not understand or not fully know the consequences of... Like, there's there's no way for you to know. There's no way for Marty to know that he would, when he hit that one tree, that one pine tree, <laughs> that he would change the name of the mall yeah. in the future. Like, there's no way for Marty to know that, you yeah. know? So just, you know, little details like that, I yeah. think.
3: Yeah, I've been to Lone Pine Mall, by the way. Huh? The place is great. I'm, go, I'm going back in like two weeks. <laughs> there's a rumor that uh, uh, the van, Emmett Brown's van, is parked out over there. So I'm going to California to see if it's true. <laughs> yeah. I have to find out. I like that. Uh,
1: for me, it, it kind of goes from the same life lesson that Nick has. And I don't know if it was because we were roommates. I, I don't know if the listeners are picking up. We were roommates in college. But I don't know if it's directly from I got that life lesson from the movies or if I got that life lesson from you because of the movies. But it all points back to the movies. and so,
3: uh, so.
1: But I really l- like that concept of, yeah, like if you want to do something or if you want to go after something, like just just do it. Like there is a there is an importance of acting on and making a decision, you know, versus, you know, weighing things out too much or overanalyzing. Like if you want to go for something, like go for it. And even if, like and maybe maybe this is kind of connected to but like not to be afraid to fail. I think that's a big lesson that I picked up on, especially from that first one because like he doesn't want to try out, you know, because he what if.
0: Because he thinks he's – he's like, what if I'm no good?
1: Yeah, what if they turn me down? What if I don't make it? What if – exactly. And so that idea of like –
0: It's too darn loud.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like the idea and the concept of like, hey, like going for something, going after something, and even if you don't make it or even if you don't get where you're trying to you know, achieve or whatever, hey, that's o- that's okay. Like there's still importance of going after it.
3: I think it's like I have – again, we, we talk about this very often. It's the ready – Fire aim technique. Yeah. And that's kind of my approach at life. Like I'm going to go make a move. Yeah. And adjust. Yeah. You know, rather than sit around all day figuring it out. Yeah. That's the cool part of the movie, man. Yeah. Your future's not written. Yeah. Go out and do something.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just there's so much freedom there to, to just go after stuff. So, um, right. yeah, that's my life, life lesson on that one.
0: So moving to the next question, if you could have any prop or gadget from the movies, any of them, the whole trilogy... What, what prop or gadget would it be? Yes. This is
1: a big one. This is a, There's so many different things
0: that you can go with. So,
3: Well, for me, guys. Um, now, Nick, we got to say that it's <coughs> – yeah, We got to
0: clarify. Be, we got to <laughs> clarify. It's one – Nick, one that you don't already own. All right. Because
1: because our <laughs> listeners don't know this yet, but, uh, you know, you'll have to check out on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, yeah, all Or that. our website. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Facebook. You'll see. We'll, we'll post the pictures of, of some of Nick's memorabilia, some of his – Cosplay personal type stuff.
3: collection. Yeah, his collection. I wouldn't of- say cosplay because I don't really cosplay it. I, as true. much as I just have it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So his collection of Back to the Future. Yeah. Love.
3: <laughs> exactly. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, for me, it's tough because, like you guys said, I own almost everything I ever wanted, <laughs> um, and that's because for years as a kid, you know, I, I always wanted to have these things, and now that I'm I'm old enough and I have the means to to come go out and do some of these things. Um, Not to say that I'm I'm rich enough to buy anything I see, but I have enough time to put and invest into myself to get these things. So, I have some really cool props. (laughs) So, be sure just to check the website out and get a better idea. So, for me, guys, I I wanted to immediately just say DeLorean. Yeah. But I'm sure... (laughs) I'm getting a DeLorean next year. Just put that out there. Hopefully my wife doesn't hear this episode because she doesn't know that yet. I will have a DeLorean next year. So for me, the one gadget or prop which I don't have yet and I really would really like to get is that Nike footwear bag. From 2015, that Docs could, he comes out with, that the jacket and the shoes are in. Okay, okay. It's like all black, and it just has a transparent side. And yeah. as he hits the button, it like becomes less opaque, and you can <laughs> you can see right through it. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah. and you just see yeah. the shoes lit up in there. It's like, what's in there? Yeah, I need that bag. <laughs> so for me, it's that bag,
1: <laughs> which is probably an answer or a prop or a gadget that. No one else would probably yeah, nope, say nope. You're, <laughs> you're probably one of the only five other people in the world that would say that's what they yeah, want. Yeah, I'm sure
3: you guys probably want a, a pizza hydrator. Not yeah. me. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> you want that bag. All right, John, how about you, man? What oh. would be your one
2: gadget prop? For me, hands down, it is that red guitar that Marty plays during the <laughs> dance in the first one, the one that belongs to Marvin Berry that he yes! plays during the Johnny Be <laughs> Good. Like, yes. so speaking of stuff that's heavy, so like, I mean, you, you guys know me. You know that like music is a huge part of my life and who i am yeah i've been playing guitar for almost 20 years yeah and it is like thanks in no small part to like marty mcfly like seeing that as a kid and That's like awesome. playing with like an inflatable guitar when i'm little or like the broom or something right. and stuff but, like but just That's that awesome. like that image was just forever kind of ingrained in my mind and stuff and so i did i started learning guitar when i was very young and it's always just been a part of my life but that guitar in that movie is super sick yeah and what's crazy is that guitar actually wasn't even made in 1955. Like, some of the technology on that guitar in that particular model didn't come out until 1959, but it just looked so cool. <laughs> in the movie, they had a period-correct guitar when they first started filming, and it just didn't look like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the guitar that he plays is actually, like, almost identical to one that Chuck Berry played, who wrote Johnny B.
3: Good." Yeah. Um, That's because... Marvin told him. Right, right. His cousin. His Listen. cousin. Yeah. <laughs> his cousin Marvin. Yeah. His cousin Marvin.
2: But um but yeah, that, that guitar is super awesome. Like even now, like having
3: played guitar that long, like that's a really good guitar. Do you play Johnny Be Good? I can, yeah. <laughs> you, well, you I guys did. do know that that was Marty actually playing that in the movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah or Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah, he learned all the that's riffs and stuff cool. to yeah. be able to mime it for... Super cool.
1: What if uh, a guitar like that, like, I mean, how many guitars do you own? Like, how many do you have? Electric guitars, even?
2: Right now, actually, I don't own very many. Okay. I've got five right now. Okay. Not um, many. <laughs> I have mean, five, five guitars, not yeah. five electric guitars. I've owned, like, up to a dozen at a time wow. and then um, sold them off or traded them off and yeah. stuff. Uh, but that's one that I have always wanted... What and that that's what still that eludes you. Yeah, like what
1: is that? Like I don't know anything about guitars or instruments. Like I'm, what's like, the pricing? Like, like what does, does that, that look like? like so if you were to a, buy that
2: like that exact guitar, because that is an actual like 1959 or 1960 Gibson ES 345. Yes, um, that's what, that's what I thought too. It man. is. It's a very, <laughs> it's it's a rare guitar. Um so it's it's worth tens of thousands of dollars easily today. Jeez. Um so I, I would have to get a loan or something in order to buy you one. You deserve or. it. So so <laughs> plasma for yeah. you know 5 years what or something but yes. um but you can buy like you know reissues of that model uh for I think it's probably about 5 grand or something you know wow. for like the reissue. Yeah. The real ones are again they're really expensive. Wow.
1: I never knew that.
2: I know somebody that owns one and
3: I have played one and it's pretty sick. <laughs> That's but,
2: so cool. That's yeah, awesome. That, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: even
3: know yeah. what to say. I, honestly, is. like you said, I don't know much about it. But yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, I need one in my collection. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, you
3: know, like, I didn't even know I needed it.
1: <laughs> Nick, why don't you play us? T- I don't know how to play your <laughs> I just have it This is a good – John says this is a nice <laughs> yeah. Uh Cody, how about you, man? Which one, what prop gadget would you just, man, just love to have?
0: Mine also comes from uh, Back to the Future 2. Yes. And it's going to be Doc's Tie. <laughs> the clear like, <laughs> plastic yeah. tie that yeah. Doc's wearing when he comes you know yeah. back to 1985 and then yeah. in the future that's gonna be it <laughs> I, have, a, I, I
3: don't wanna hurt you I have a prototype <laughs> <laughs> I do. Oh my! I have, gosh. A, a, I have a seamstress working on one right now. If I get it mastered, I'll get you one. I promise. Oh my
0: gosh, that would be so. Sick. So, would you tie? wear it? I would wear. Yeah, I would wear. It. I love that. Every holiday that we have, like that's my Easter best. <laughs>
3: Pull out the clear, the clear tie. The clear tie. This is the future. Half the time, people are like, "What is, is he? Is that a tie?"
0: They not really know what to do with that.
3: I love of all the props available. You want a clear topic. I want the clear topic. I, want the clear I, love it. I want
0: the, Nobody sees, yeah, like, yeah. you can't go to a store and, and, awesome. and buy that, you know? <laughs> that's really
1: good. Uh, for me, that's, yeah, that, that's a really good one. I'm trying to my brain around that. Uh, for me, honestly, I just really, really appreciate those sneakers. For me, it's it's that one. And there's so many people that would say the same thing, so it's not, like, super original or unique or anything, but those, those sneakers are pretty incredible and... Uh, the look to it is, is so so awesome. The fact that they were able to get, you know, the number one shoe brand <laughs> in the world <laughs> to, like... Because you imagine, like, what if it was... And this isn't a knock on them, but, like, what if they were Pumas? Like, what... <laughs>
3: yeah. Wouldn't be the same. You, you know got what I'm saying?
1: Like, what if they were... Got like, the
3: auto adjust Skechers.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, what if they were Skechers?
3: Well, like, the guy who created that, Tinker Hatfield, he's still, to this day, like, one of the best shoe designers ever. <laughs> that, I mean, that's why you can just look at that shoe, yeah. like... I mean, he hit it right on the head. Yeah, for a 2015 <laughs> shoe, he had it figured out. That's awesome. So, like, to think, like,
1: like the fact that like they're so they're so slick, they're Nike. Like, they got their brand perfect. You know, they hit it right on the head. Um, the look, the effects, all of it. It's just that's just man. They're so sick. So I really, really, I would rock those. I really, <laughs> I really would. So, um, so for me, it would have to be uh, this the sneakers. As far as what what gadget or prop to have, let's go. Let's go to that next question, Cody. You wanna you wanna ask that? Yes. Yeah. This, one, this one's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: excited for this one. Uh, so, what's your favorite quote from the movies?
1: So, quote maybe joke maybe like joke. Inter- it, it can be an interaction. Yeah, unit. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, your favorite quote from the movies. It can be a catchphrase. You know, it can just be "This is heavy" or "Great Scott." You know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which, so we'll, we'll let our guest go first. John, you wanna? Sure. Yeah, John, you can go, man.
2: So I think my favorite one overall again is from the first one. I love at the end of that crazy guitar solo at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, where like he looks over and he realizes everybody is just like standing there watching, and he's like, "Well, I guess you guys aren't ready for that, but your kids are gonna love it." Like (laughs) that—that is—that's so fantastic, especially like as a musician and stuff. It's just that's perfect, you know. (laughs)
1: Because they're digging it at first. They're yeah.
2: Then he just He kicks over the amp and he's doing all the crazy like Van Halen '80s guitar (laughs) stuff, you know, like just everything that was so popular, like in 1985. Yeah. And they're just stunned cuz it's like nothing like that even existed yeah, and it's they're so not, crazy. Not ready for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you kids are going to love it.
2: That's I think how, um, as you hear a pin drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like honorable mentions. I love all of Biff's like silly catchphrases mm-hmm. and stuff, but I really love in the second one where old Biff is talking to young Biff. And he says, you know, he's like, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? And he's like, it's Leaf. You sound like an idiot. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old Miff is like old reprimanding Biff. Young Miff, you know.
1: <laughs> finally, he finally gets it. Like, so he's got yeah. that age, that old man <laughs> wisdom, and he gets it finally. Yeah. That's that's a good honorable mention. I like that one. I like yeah. Nick, how about you, man?
3: So for me, I, I, I've i got one from each. Okay. Again, I am I'm a diehard Back to the Future fan. Some of my quotes that I, I really appreciate – it's, it's just like they're one liners for me you know yeah. and my wife kind of understands but I'm just kind of silly about them so for me if, if I may yes. so from some, from part one when Marty finally realizes um, that his mom is kind of has the hots for him yes. and he's like oh this is heavy and Doc and I think you like this one so much too you, you, you get a, a giggle out of this one and Doc's like well there's that word again heavy and, you know, and he's like well, is, 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 why, why is everything so heavy in the future is there something wrong with Earth's gravitational pull? Like that's so that's good. great. I love that line. That's so good. And I have I have a uh, so I have an idea that that would be your your favorite yes, line. Yes, 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 that for me
1: that's my favorite line quote from from the whole franchise. I just cuz I remember like that's so clever writing. It's so it's oh it's perfect. I love it. And I remember watching it in theater I remember, I remember thinking that's that's clever. Like I appreciate, genius. I appreciate smart humor. And so like, that was just really smart, really good, smart humor. And so I'll say that now. So if someone says, man, that's, that's super heavy or, you know, obviously I, I'll, I have to gauge if it's a serious moment or not. Cause you know, some of my, you know that might be, it might not be a good idea to bust that out. You know, if something serious is happening. But if someone says like, yeah, that's super heavy. I'm like, there's that word again. Hey, what's wrong with earth's gravitational pull? Like, and then like, they don't necessarily get it. Well, but and that, then that's on. why I always
3: tell you, human. My humor, at least, is for me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna take every opportunity I can to make that joke. Yeah. Now, if you don't get it, I'm sorry because I was doing it for me. <laughs> like so, I, I'll
1: I'll use that line and then I kind of just like, okay, right, let's just move on. Like yeah, you did, it, it's okay. So for me, that of the whole, all three movies, that for me is my favorite quote line joke is. There's that word again, heavy. Like, it's, it's so good. So, that's your for your first one. Yeah,
3: yeah. And then in, in part two, you may not even remember this, but he goes back um, to 1985 and everything's altered. And he's walking through the neighborhood and he runs into the principal, Mr. Strickland. So, for whatever reason, I just think this is hilarious. These dudes roll around in a low rider before they shoot the place up and they're just yelling. And my wife just said this earlier. She's like, You can never say this without laughing, but I'll try. They yell out. Hey, Strickland! (laughs) And just shoot the place up. For me, that's hilarious. And he's in his, like, bathroom with a bulletproof vest and everything. Oh, that's
2: great. (laughs) That's a
1: good one. Since we're talking about the second... For me, that... I think the the, the line that I I was so caught off guard by seeing or hearing uh, in that second movie is with (laughs) Lorraine talking to Biff and she's yelling at him about how she, like... And, and you got me. You know, like, I don't know the right the exact line, but and get you made me get off of me. And you made me get these. And oh, like, okay, <laughs> okay. Like, like, that was like I just I remember watching and thinking, oh my god! Like, they went there like
3: that's just so funny to me. Like as he wakes up, he's <laughs> like, mom, you're just so big. <laughs> that's great so good like i just so for me that one like
1: i'm so i was so surprised they went there and they they said that and all that like that one takes the cake for me
3: and then again you know again i can over talk about back to the future all day but in part three whenever uh cody you'll appreciate this one um they string up marty and you know it's like about we got a new courtyard it's about time we had a A (laughs) hanging and he gets shot down i love what doc brown says and uh Try to quote it here. He says, This will shoot the fleas off a of dog's back at five hundred yards, Tannen, and it's pointed straight at your head. <laughs> Love it. And Doc Love has it. like just a little bit of like a country
0: kind of accent yeah. in that line. Like he's been in 85. He's been there for, seven months. Yeah, like he's picked up on the lingo. <laughs> he's a blacksmith, for goodness sakes.
1: That's so good. That's I so really good. like
0: that one too. Mine also comes from Back to the Future 3, uh, and it's in it's right before marty leaves uh and it's when when marty says if i'll hit those like if i drive i'll hit the indians and then doc says you're not thinking fourth dimensionally and marty says yeah i have a real problem with (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) that's really good that's really good and then from that like also there's a subtle like those indians doc says those indians won't Won't even be there there. and then marty goes and there's indians Sure enough. (laughs)
1: That's so good. That's so good. I the, there's so many other like lines or jokes. Any other like John? You had that honorable mention. Any other honorable mention? Quotes, line, jokes that you guys just appreciate.
0: I, I have one. It's it's from one and two, but okay. it's just roads. Where mm-hmm. we're going, we don't need roads. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want, like, I didn't want to use that yeah. as one of my. But that's you know, it, I, like, I
3: feel like I it's trying to steer clear of the obvious ones. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those are just too good to pass yeah, up. Yeah.
2: There is one, and so like my wife and I recently watched the whole trilogy like over a weekend and stuff. And there's one that I never noticed growing up, and we both laughed hysterically at. It. I think it's in the third one, but Doc is talking to Marty, and he's saying he's going to destroy the time machine. And so he's like, I'm going to destroy this infernal machine and go study the other great inscrutable mystery of the universe. Women. Women. (laughs) And so, like, we both laugh because I never noticed that as a kid. That's at the end of
3: part two, which kind of alludes to what's going to happen in part three. Yes. Yes. That's why they did that, (laughs) which is so clever. Yeah. Because, like you said, people have probably seen that scene hundreds of times and never thought anything of it. Now you look back and you're like, those guys are genius. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like he cracked time travel. It's like, what am I going to do next? Like, I still can't figure this out. You know, like, hey, they're tough to conquer,
2: man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he had more success trying to. Yeah. Figure that out than he would with women. Like, that's so
3: good. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah,
1: Nick. Any other uh, honorable mentions? Quotes that you just?
3: Well, again, you know, I, I don't want to overtalk you guys, man. I, I, I've got I've got too many. Just again, for me, it's perfect. There's so many of those moments, like John said, that I, you can just go back and look at. And it's like, man, that makes sense yeah. because even Ludes in part two did something about you know uh, you know one day I'd love to go see the old west. You know, again, yeah. Yeah. talking about part 3. All those lines are just great for me. Yeah. Mm. They're they're
1: really smart and and um, doing all of those and setting up the next one or talking and pointing back to one from the previous one or tying it all together. You know, they're they're so good and they were so smart about how they they wrote out that whole trilogy overall as a, as a whole.
3: Well, as mm. as an example here at the end of part 1, you know, I mean, we we look back and we see how they got into time traveling DeLorean and it flew all of a sudden. When they ended that, they didn't know they were writing a second or third movie. Right. So and that's what I think anyone so who's cool. writing a movie now, you want to see how to just leave a cliffhanger. that's it, folks Yeah, <laughs> yeah. genius yeah that's... I mean the, the, they just left the door open yeah. and I don't care you left that movie you you were you were you were willing to pay that day <laughs> for advanced tickets. I need to come see part two and three there wasn't even two or three out at the time, yeah, yeah. genius for me like it, it's not a favorite quote or a line, but
1: it's an appreciation of it. um how they reshot that closing scene
3: which, which became the opening scene of two
1: yeah with the new actress with the new girl yeah like i don't know i, I not, i've always wanted to but i don't know maybe maybe it's up on youtube somewhere it but is, is there's like a side by side how close is it
3: actually once you watch it side by side you'd be surprised it's not as close as you think hmm. no <laughs> True, truly watch it i'll and have then, to look it up yeah, yeah watch it on your own yeah and you'll be like same exact no it's not watch it back like side by side and you'll be like whoa
1: they missed missed on some things no i think
3: that a few of the things with timing angles stuff like that um but yeah they had to go obviously and reshoot everything they they i guess they didn't really pay attention to getting it exact well it's very close don't get me wrong it's not exact so it's pretty cool i mean i encourage (laughs) you to go watch it
1: (laughs) that for me like i always thought how did they do that like
2: but i just appreciate that yeah I do think, too, like what you were saying is like the first one, like it's so great as a standalone film. And yet they did such a good job of weaving that trilogy together. Mm. And I love that, uh, you know, I mentioned Star Wars and Indiana Jones earlier and not to throw shade at either of those because I'm uber excited about new Star Wars. But like the legacies of those two trilogies are not. Nearly as intact as Back to the Future, like those three films yeah. have survived like completely unscathed for so long, and and you don't cause have to they add left anything. Them alone. Yeah, they left them alone, and they 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 just they stand the test of time as is. Just fantastically like
3: that yeah. i'm a purist where I, if, if i even hear a hint of people talking about a part four or even a, 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 re- a pre- or anything or anything yeah, i want nothing to do with it yeah I don't because understand. i don't want to overstate this man they're perfect they, they yeah. did it right there's nothing else that needs to be added or subtracted it is yeah. what it is
1: yeah they're, they're they're again you said it and that's why i think there's such a following of this of this franchise in, the, in different levels of you know all the shoe heads you know like those shoes will be released uh in the nike were in nike maybe i mean they sold some they auctioned yeah some off. in
3: 2011 they let go of 1500 pair all at auction yeah they've all went for about five six up to thirty thousand dollars yeah um even now the resale value on at the time people might have thought you're crazy you, you're making your money back tenfold now i mean even yeah. if you wore them you're still making more money on them yeah. so that's just a, an item that'll continue to go up in value yeah so like
1: you know from the shoe heads to you know, just the, the you know the common goer of a movie watcher, just you know, appreciate the whole even trilogy. the car guys. Yeah, the car guys yeah. I and mean, some... all those fifties
3: cars, so yeah. super mm-hmm. cool. And then yeah. obviously the DeLorean. Yeah, I and mean, even like the the, the the nerdy guys. I mean, that movie relates to anyone and everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so it's so good. I rarely run into someone who doesn't like the movie. That's really, true. that's I'm, yeah. I
1: mean, the exception may be that they haven't seen it, which is nuts. But again, I have. I've only saw it for the first time. Like, tell them to come over. Four, uh... <laughs> yeah, four or five years ago. Was, we have like, it like, on repeat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I mean, this it's so good. It's such a great movie. Cody, uh, you want to hit them with that last question, man?
0: Yeah. Last question. Uh, what is your favorite version of the time machine? Now we have a couple different ones, you know, throughout the trilogy. So just to make sure. I know, Nick, you guys don't need a caught up. You guys guys know which ones. The the original. (laughs) So the original from 1985. uh, The one with the hover conversion and the home reactor Mm -hmm. uh, from 2015. You know, the flies and all that fun stuff. Uh, The one with the white walls. uh, Hashtag downtown. (laughs) (laughs) And the circuit board that they, you know, remake in 1955. Or the steam engine uh, that is from about 1885. You know, that Doc Ish. comes back yeah. in. Uh,
1: with, the, with, his kids,
3: right? with his creepy kids. With his creepy kids. With Jules that, that, and Don't Vern. get me started on that. that, that, that I, I always act like I don't know anything about that.
0: <laughs> I don't know, the Why? Don't, uh, Doc a, is... Do you know... He's the, old in 1955. And then we see him 30 years later <laughs> in 1985. Yeah. So I'm thinking, how old does that Doc have to be? But that, I mean, it's not a big deal.
1: But those kids are weird, man. If Jules
3: other, and Vern... <laughs> It, just look it up. Just, don't, yeah, they're don't they're weird. Kids. Okay, <laughs> but anyways,
1: um, so you have a – which one was your, is your go-to? Which one is your favorite?
2: Actually, for me, that the 2015 version with, like, the hover and the atomic reactor and stuff, like, yeah. that's that's my favorite. And honestly, if I had to own one, I would own that one because then you're never stuck anywhere, you know? <laughs>
3: it's
1: like, uh, that's a smart East thinking. He's thinking. You know. he's he's like, thinking stuck in yeah, that one nope. is just so cool. Just so which
3: cool. is weird, though, because even when you first get to 2015, it's like – Oh shoot! The Skyway's jammed. Yeah. Like, wait, there's traffic
1: up there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just go like, lower. Or just higher? Go, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But so that's a that's a very good one. I like that one, Nick. How about you? Matt? Again,
3: you know, I'm a, I'm a freak about it, man. I love the hover. I love the white wall version in part three. Um, the train's super super cool. But for me, it's got to be the first one uh, when you're first watching the movie and he shows up. You know, at, at 1:15 in the morning at the mall and the, the truck opens up. And all of a sudden, you just see this thing backing down, mm-hmm. and you hear like the <laughs> vroom, vroom, and You yeah. hear the motor. Yeah. And, you know, it's got a little steam on it. And then you just see for the first time that Doc Brown built a time machine out of a DeLorean. Yeah. For me, it's got to be that first one. Just because it's still, I mean, as I watch it, that scene right there just takes my breath away. Like, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah. And here's another one that I think people forget about is that first one, it's an RC car essentially a giant rc car also yeah, yeah. you know because <laughs> right and and how cool is that yeah. you built the DeLorean rc time traveler <laughs> like so sick yeah. so for me it's it's that first one in that it's that scene of seeing it for the first time that does it for me
1: yeah i'm going to go with the classic one as well i love that version of it i think um it's just perfect you know it it's beautiful it's you, man it really does look like a car that is meant for the future even though it was Kind of, you know, came out. At if that if time, you saw
3: Delorean now on the road, yeah. you still would be like, "Yo, what is that?" Yeah, it's not. It's still, yeah, it's, it's still a, cool a cool car. You would think it's from the future. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, that hasn't that come out yet." Yeah, yeah it's... especially <laughs> it's been out for some time.
2: <laughs> it's from the
3: future. Yeah,
1: exactly. But uh, for me, that would be my favorite. Version of the of the time machine, Cody. How about you, man?
0: It's going to be the white walls. Ah. It's going to be it's going to be the white walls. I, I like the the class of the white wall tires. Yeah, <laughs> you still got the still got the nuclear reactors, so you yeah. can just you know hop in and out of time whenever you want. But it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be the white walls. It's so good, man.
1: Uh, yeah. There's again so many things to love about it. So many things that we can appreciate about it. Why it's amazing. Why it's. I mean, we can go on and go on about this. Um, any last words, anything, anything that you want to just say, any cool Easter eggs from the movies, any cool, like trivia, like, you know, man, they almost did this. They almost didn't do that. Like anything else you want to just, well, as I, appreciation?
3: I, I know a lot of people know that they shot half of the first movie with Eric, Eric Stoltz, Stoltz yeah. and they scrapped it. He just, he wasn't hitting the comedy like bits that they needed. Yeah. So the movie almost never happened. Because Michael J. Fox was so busy at the time with uh, Growing Pains, mm-hmm. so finally he was just like, "Whatever, I'll do both." So as he was shooting Part One, he was also shooting Growing Pains. He was so busy, they said literally someone was picking him up like, out of sleep in the car <laughs> and like getting him to the the, the the you know the rehearsal. Like, all right, shoot, yeah. and he's like waking up like shooting these things. Then he'd go back to Growing Pains as he shot those movies. I mean, the the first movie. He wasn't sleeping. The dude was working double shifts, yeah. and I appreciate him doing that. I mean, <laughs> if not, it never would have happened. Yeah. And that's why he's America's sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: that's I, I didn't know that until um, remember watching it with you. And I remember, you're just pointing out a bunch of little things here and there, and I just thought I can't imagine
3: anyone there's, else. There, doing. There's no one else that could have done it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like like Han Solo. You know, several different actors, you know, tested for that role with Star Wars, and it's just like, who else would you have as Han Solo besides Harrison Ford? And
2: like, yeah, didn't they just like Harrison was just there to like read for like the other actors yeah. that were auditioning for other parts and stuff, just because he was friends with George, yeah. And then it George just kinda... didn't want to cast him because he didn't want to like, oh, that's the guy that I always use thing. Yeah. But... <laughs>
1: so, but yeah, like so with that role with Marty, like I can't imagine anyone else being that person, that yeah, that character. John, anything else like any other appreciation or man your favorite part or your favorite this or something about it that you just want to
2: you know again it's just it's all so great like it's all i again i just think it's so perfect you know i'm i'm thankful that movies like this exist that like it's a great story like there's something magical about it like you said like the effects like you you still believe them even though you know it's a movie and stuff but like it's just yeah. there's something about everything that came together to make that movie and i like that when you read about some of the history of how the film was made it either it almost didn't get made or it almost was drastically different and they just they made decisions on the fly it's like, okay, well, this is what we can do. This is what we got to work with and stuff. And they constantly just kept making the movie better. Like, they submitted the script, was it 40 times or something, before they got the, the movie greenlit? No one
3: wanted to pick the movie up. Yeah. yeah. And the first movie had the, uh, well, it was, well, it wasn't a DeLorean. It was a refrigerator. It was a refrigerator. Yeah, that yeah. was, that was ma- Imagine cool. we're watching that. <laughs> that would be so I, 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 I How gotta,
0: cool would that be?
2: Yeah, I imagine <laughs> no. we all wouldn't be here talking about it. Well, and there yeah. was something to where, like, Marty and Doc were going to have to go to a nuclear reactor and stuff to get plutonium, and they didn't have the budget to make a nuclear reactor set. (laughs) So they're just like, well, let's use the lightning strike from the clock tower. And then it kept it all inside like Hill
3: Valley and everything, which is cool. Yeah. Well, and to bounce off of that, I'm actually, again, I'm a a freak about this stuff, man. I love Back to the Future. For October 21st, 2015, my wife and I are going over to what would I guess be the the clock tower. So we're Mm -hmm. going to uh, Universal Studios at Hollywood. We're going to do the VIP tour and really get a chance to go in uh, I guess what we would call Hill Valley downtown <laughs> yeah, yeah. and walk around and just experience it, man. Yeah. And like I, I was telling, I'm all about the experience, man. The smell, the touch, the yeah. sight. I, I want to go see it. Yeah. So I've got a whole Back to the Future week planned out for it. And I, I'm so excited for this. And again, I've been waiting for 30 years for it. So for it to finally be here, it, man, just blows my mind. It's so cool.
1: Cody, how about you, man? Anything else? Any last minute things?
3: No, man. I think that's it.
1: Yeah. That, a good call on it not being a refrigerator. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's like... right. Like that's awesome. And, and and
3: Doc almost had a chimpanzee instead of the dogs. I mean, that would have just that, been weird. That would have been, wouldn't have worked. Like, I, so yeah, crazy. I don't know
0: any parents in 1985 or now that would be okay with their da- their son hanging out with a guy, with a, a creepy monkey. old man with a monkey. Exactly.
1: <laughs> One last thing, I appreciate. Well, well, we talk about it all the time, Nick. We talk about this, um, Lorraine, in that first movie with uh when they at the dance that girl man she's such a cutie i just gotta say that she's a, in that pink dress
3: a, a true beauty <laughs>
1: yeah man it's, and then like, i just saw we were um i was watching an episode of i think it was friends and she put she's just a, she's on one of the episodes like as a cameo was, like a friend of, of someone well if, if and you then, look oh that's
3: lorraine like if you look at all the way they made the actors all look in 2015 yeah now you look at the actors now, they look a lot better than these people <laughs> have <that> projected. <laughs> like all these people still look great. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> Missed the mark. Yeah.
1: But I mean this this again, this whole trilogy is amazing. So super glad that man, we're here. You know we, Once
3: we stop recording, we'll continue to talk about this, yes, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but we we I mean we've made it. This is we made it to October twenty first, you know, twenty fifteen. Uh, again, just wanna just wanna thank our guests, uh, John and Nick, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this. Really appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate you. it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. Go ahead and go ahead and just, if you're listening, uh, go ahead and just subscribe, rate, and review our episode, our podcast. Uh, that goes a long way to us getting more viewers and getting the word out. Uh, if you can do that, that would be absolutely great.
0: All right. So awesome back to the future discussion that happened today. Nick, John, thank you so much for being here. We know that we're not the only ones that love Back to the Future. So if you have some time, go on social media and hashtag HeroesAndBackToTheFuture and let us know your thoughts, what you love about Back to the Future, what makes it great for you. And don't forget to tag us on social media. You can tag us on Instagram and Twitter at Heroes underscore And or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HeroesAnd. And you can always email us. That's cool, too, at HeroesAndPodcast at gmail.com. Again, appreciate you listening, and that's our episode on Heroes and Back to the Future. I'm Andy. I'm John. I'm Cody. I'm Nick. And And we're we're out. out.